0: Hey, what's up, family? Welcome, welcome to my channel. Welcome to my video, live Q&A. Um, but m- before I get to live Q&A part, I really wanna share what I feel God has placed in my heart in regards to those who feel discouraged. I just got off Instagram Live and just shared briefly a moment that I had with a person that I coached this week. Um, there was a young lady that I was coaching the other day and as she was thinking about thoughts of pursuing her purpose um she began to feel discouraged uh she was stuck in the middle of her purpose she knew what she wanted to do but just felt real discouraged um because of certain des- uh, desired outcomes not materializing uh, but when i began to allow the holy spirit to encourage her through me, the word that came through my mouth was centered around this text here. Uh, the word of God says in Revelation, it says that they overcame him um, by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimonies. And that right there has so many layers into it. And I want to take some time to exegete and extrapolate it and try to get as much encouragement out of it to get you up the road. But it says we overcome first by the blood of the lamb. We talked about in IG and I'm bringing here on YouTube that we overcome because he overcame. The blood was the payment for us to get to the pavement and for and to do. There's no need to be discouraged. There's no need to be sad. There's no need uh, to be uh, in the sunken place of despair as it behooves us. And, it, and we should get to a place where we say, you know what, because of what the blood did, And not only what the blood did, what the blood is doing. See, the blood is doing what the blood is doing in our lives. It is sanctifying us. It is purifying us. The blood paid for us to get into the process. The blood worked for us to be uh, in a position from the payment of what Christ's blood shed that put us in position to be purified by the blood working. That's why when you look at Um, 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 the purifications of the blood, we begin to realize that we all need to be sanctified on the inside. So we overcome because he overcame. And as we're overcoming, we're allowing the sanctification process of of the word to work on us. The next part of scripture says that we overcome, that they overcame by the word of their testimony. Not only is the blood still working, not only did the blood work, but the words of our testimony has so much power. Your words have power. That's why instead of uh, uh, giving out stress give out testimonies. Repeat your testimonies to yourself. Repeat them because that's how you overcome them. Or at least surround yourself with people that can testify the goodness of God in their lives that will help you get over. That's why if you want to overcome today any form of discouragement, you have to enter God's encouragement. And God has encouraged you through His Word, has encouraged you that there's courage in you, and there's no need to be distant from the courage that you was meant to be in. That's discouragement. The enemy wants you to be distant from the encouragement that you from the encouragement that you was meant to be in. So where's your courage? Don't be afraid. Don't be lackadaisical. Don't be self-doubting. Don't allow limiting beliefs to limit you. Adopt empowering beliefs, encouraging beliefs. And overcome that. Like I said, Instagram, I said, man, listen, uh, uh, discouragement shouldn't last long. Because if you allow discouragement to last or disappointment to last, you're setting yourself up for depression. And so that's why I want to encourage you, man, hey, man, I, I don't care how this week was. I don't care how today was. I don't care. <clears throat> Whenever you're watching this, is going. I don't care. Overcome it. Remind yourself. That's why they call it the helmet of salvation, because your mind has to always be renewed to the gospel truth. People tend to be thinking that the gospel message should only be evangelistic. The gospel message is also for the believer. I have to constantly remind myself of who's behind myself, ensuring that I can fulfill whatever it is that I put my mind to etc, etc. So don't be discouraged today. So when you have a moment of discouragement, this is what I want you to do. I want you to rehash the gospel in your mind. I want to. I want you to rehash what the blood did for you. I want you to rehash what Jesus overcame for you to overcome. And if he already overcame it when your sins on the cross, think about this, whatever you're facing right now has already been overcame. Everything that you face right now has already been paid. Because all of our sins collectively has been put on the cross so that if anyone, whosoever will come unto me, whoever, uh, uh, whosoever uh, shall repent or whatever, whatever, can be set free. And so no matter what you're facing right now, it was on the cross 2,000 years ago. And Christ over, overcame it. His blood was shed for the payment, so that nothing can discourage from getting to that pavement and, for, and, for, and leading towards fulfillment. Words have power. You know how powerful words are? Do you know the sun, the moon, and everything created is still being sustained by words spoken 12,000 years ago? Words that are still being, things are still being sustained off the words, let there be. Everything is being what it was meant to be. That's why they call us human beings. And so what is God saying? Let there be in your life. (laughs) Whatever he said, let there be in your life, be that in your life. So I just want to encourage you, man, don't be discouraged long. Don't be disappointed long because discouragement will distance you from the encourage you from the courage you was meant to be in. Disappointments will distance you from the appointments you were meant to have and find find yourself depressed, stressed. The word has power. Your words have power. All words have power. Transformational power. That's why sometimes you got to get in the corner, get in your car, go wherever you got to go and go and rehash, go over your testimony. But, coach, I don't have no recent testimony. Go over the last testimony. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But wait, then find somebody who got a testimony and encourage yourself. And, and sometimes you can't wait for someone to encourage. You got to learn how to encourage your so Jonas said, "Cool coach, thank you for your work. God gets the glory family. Jonas also says how to become a stronger and masculine man. Sometimes I think I'm not good enough to have a very beautiful, good Christian wife. I have bad thoughts. Well, you got to change those bad thoughts into good thoughts. You got to think on things that are above. You got to think on things that are higher because you have what you think as a man thinketh in his heart. So is he. So you build yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, fellowship with the Holy Ghost, going through what the ghost writ, wrote in the book, like the Bible, go over that, uh, uh, bask in it, uh, 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 it takes work. The, the, since in order for us to spiritually do, we have to be spiritually disciplined. And there are certain spiritual disciplines that we have to be within in order for us to win. So to be a masculine man, you got to change what you uh, watch, view, or uh, surround yourself with. You got to change your vocabulary, your words spoken over yourself. It says sometimes I think I'm not good enough to have. Now, if you're not good enough, become the enough. Like if there's areas in your life that you really do have to grow up in, in as a man, grow up in those areas. Show up in those areas. Right, But don't get so caught up in, oh, man, I- I'm not good enough to have a very beautiful I used to think the same thing before I met my beautiful wife. I used to tell people all the time that I was going to marry a model in high school. People laughed in my face. How are you going to marry a model? And when I was 24, 25, 26, 27, when I was like, man, I'm going to marry me a model. People's like, man, you going to marry someone young because models ain't old. My wife was modeling when I met her at 27. And so there was a lot of things in my mind I had to fight in regards to, oh, man, could I even, uh, uh, I've been waiting for marriage this long time, being a virgin, and I have these strong thoughts of, of of marrying this type of woman, and there was moments where I didn't feel good enough. Then I began to realize there's stuff I got to do so I can be good enough. that there are some things that we do have to do in order to be good enough. And so that means you got to say, okay, what does the word of God say about manhood? And I got to, because Christ was good enough, I can be good at the stuff. Mm, because god because jesus was good enough now i can be good at the stuff now i can be good at what it what is required to be a husband the help of the holy ghost and so you got to change your thinking my brother you got to say you no know, i am a husband in the making i am a man of god strong solid consistent man of god in the making and you have to be comp- self compassionate you got to be gentle with yourself you got to give yourself grace for your own race and believe that you, God has what's best for you. All good things come from above. God wants to give you good things. He's a good God. God doesn't want to give you bad things. The Bible says it wasn't the bad things of God that drew you to repentance. It was the good things of God. The undeserving things, the undeserving good things of God draws one to a level of humility that cracks open that mouth for confession, for repentance to come out, and for life to, for life change to occur. So if you want a very beautiful wife, Christian wife, then be a solid Christian husband before you meet her. Change the way you think about yourself, because even if you do meet her, your bad thoughts will self-sabotage. So that's why that's my encouragement for you, man, is that don't worry about thinking that you're not good enough. Become good enough because Jesus was good enough. And he'll teach you how to be good at the stuff that will make you good enough for a very beautiful Christian woman to come into life. But you have to give her those bad thoughts. Those thoughts are thoughts you ought not to think. And you change your thinking by writing down on a sheet of paper all the bad thoughts you have. And I want you to cross-examine them with the, with the word of God and begin to neutralize them through the word because your words have power. You will never be good enough if you think that way because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Jody Summers says, my best friend wants to marry a woman who doesn't have wife qualities. Should I be honest with him or support him even though I feel like she is bad for him? Let me tell you something. He loves her more than he loves you. If he hasn't came to you already asking you for advice, then don't offer your advice. Because at the end of the day, the Bible says, uh, don't throw, uh, uh, don't give your pearls to swine. They said if you give your pearls to swine, they'll they'll step over it or they'll attack you. Why would a swine attack you for throwing pearls? Because swines think pearls are rocks. You're giving him wisdom, but he's thinking it's a weapon. And so when you're giving pearls to a person with a swine's mentality, they're not going to accept it. They're not going to embrace it unless they they come to you humbly and say, hey, man, what you think about this? Because what you're going to do, you're going to give them a pearl trying to give a man a pearl necklace, you know what I'm saying, or a Cuban link, whatever, and he's going to think that you're throwing rocks at him, <clears throat> attacking his idol, attacking his love, and if he can't recognize that she has not doesn't have wife qualities, then he has to walk that walk himself. The Bible says when a man finds a wife, maybe he hasn't reached the level of manhood to understand the fundamental building blocks of what a wife is. And If you don't feel like she's wife material, what you do is... You just say if he ain't ask you for the advice, support him, love on him, and 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 just and and ask the Holy Spirit if there's any opportunity. Can you uh, open up a conversation? Where I can say my brother, but let me tell you, sometimes you can you can know the answer by observing the person. If he's gone, and he's in love, and he's infatuated, and you know he loves her more than you at this moment and they've been intimate, and they done shared all types of things of chemistry and stuff like that, and they're H2O, and, and you're in a lesser chemical <laughs> a balance with him, then ain't no need to try to convince him. And so, because no matter what, man, they, they're going to go right back to that person, no matter how bad you try to save them. Hope to help. Any other questions before I go? I, we got 16 people here. If there's any more questions, I'm going to get on off here. Just want to encourage those who feel discouraged. And if you need help in your purpose, finding your purpose, and you feel discouraged while pursuing your purpose, to discourage in discovering your purpose, and you say, Coach, I need help, I want you to go to my website, mycoachjosh.com forward slash ready, and I'll be there to help you in that area. Time for one more I got to go. Asman said, sorry. Asminuel, well, please. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna do it. I don't want to butcher your name like that. Our friend says I met a great guy, but I feel love bomb and rushed to talk about marriage and the next step, uh, and the next steps. In uh, hold on, <clears throat> read this again. I met a great guy, but I feel love bomb and rush to talk about marriage and the next steps. It's been two weeks, but I have known him for two years. I don't have peace. If you don't have peace, then don't go in that direction. Move in peace. Jesus, the Bible says He'll give He'll give you a perfect peace. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing but with prayer, and supplication, with thanksgiving, make a request unto God and the peace of God. We are pass all understanding. I'm telling you, if most people acted off the peace, they wouldn't be torn into pieces. If people really sought God's peace and, and and didn't move in the areas where they didn't find peace, they wouldn't be broken into pieces. So God's peace is important because if God hadn't pieced it together, then there's no peace for y'all to be together. And you have to go to God and say, God, have you pieced us together? Because if you haven't pieced us together, there won't be no peace together. And then we're going to end up being broken into pieces. And so only move when you feel peace from God. A peace that surpasses all We're not talking about carnal, earthly peace. We're talking about godly peace. I'm talking about a peace that's sound. Peace that settles you. Peace that has you looking around like, man, man, I ain't never felt this good in my life. Man, man, I really feel at peace. But if you're feeling that love bomb and you feel rushed to talk about marriage, first, you got to ask yourself, what do you have in the carriage? Do you have what you need in the carriage for the marriage? If not, don't put no horses in front of it. Don't try to move in that direction. Do you have all all you need in your carriage? Are you carrying all the wife-like tendencies in order to be a wife in your carriage? Anytime you feel rushed, you're rushing to ruin. You never want to rush to talk about marriage. So you got to ask yourself, why am I rushing? Because rushing is a byproduct of crushing and a byproduct of crushing is being crushed. So why are you rushing to talk about marriage? Someone that you really just began to know for two years. If you don't have peace, don't go east. If you don't have peace, don't go to him. And what I would do, I would just keep being friends with him and really examine your heart to see why you really want him to play a part as a husband in your life. But if you don't have peace, don't go at, don't go try to be a peacemaker. Don't try to go be, don't try to become a peacemaker in a place where God didn't make the peace to be. Hope to help. Gotta go, y'all. Love y'all. Thank y'all so much for your questions, for trusting me with them. Uh, Feel free Uh, To reach out, links in the description box below, website, mycoachjosh.com for all your coaching needs, all your resource needs in regards to uh, personal development and all that good stuff. I love you all. Um, If you need support with your purpose, you need support like, Coach, I need to find my purpose. I don't know my purpose in life. I feel empty. I feel hollow. I feel unfulfilled. I, I'm, I, I'm fulfilling someone else's purpose. I'm making him a lot of money, but I don't know my purpose. Or your person says, hey, man, i ain't fulfilling my purpose at a very high level, coach, but I don't know if I'm fulfilling my daily purposes. I'm not a good husband, coach. I'm not a good wife, coach. I'm not a good family man. I'm not a good family woman. Josh, I need to learn how to fulfill all of my purpose as well. And that's what my goal is to help you do that. And if you need help in that, go to mycoachjosh.com forward slash ready. Message me, and I'll be looking forward to talking to you pretty soon and seeing how I can help you become whole as an entrepreneur, come whole as a purpose-focused, driven individual. I love you guys. Uh, check out my book, Multi-Purpose, will be a great resource for you if you need help in that area. Multi-Purpose: how to find and fulfill your multiple purposes at a high level. Also, we got merch called Well Done. We all want to get to that place where we hear well done from God. Great resource there. If you're struggling with uh, 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 soul ties and strongholds, got a book called The Purpose of Freedom, How to Untie Soul Ties and Uproot Strongholds. Great book there. If you want to discern better what's in front of you and you don't know if it's a counterfeit or a counterpart, this book will help you better discern the will of God for your life in every area. Also, if you need one-on-one coaching, go to my website as well. If you're struggling with your feelings and controlling them and managing them, and, and you need a support, this book, Facts of Fields be a great resource for you. If you're looking for a resource to help you become whole so that you can hold things better, this wholeness journal will be a great resource for you. If you want to better understand the purpose of your singleness and you want to maximize it, this book, The Purpose of Singleness, will be a great resource for you. If you're looking for a dating resource as a single person, to make sure you have the right questions or and the question yourself or you're dating someone right now to make sure that's the right person for you, or you're married and you want a resource to really bond y'all together so that y'all can continuously date each other throughout the beautiful marital years. Man, this book, Dating Prep, would be a great resource for you. If you're struggling with spiritual warfare, you want to better understand the whole armor of God. And what it means to war, this book, World War Me, would be a great resource for you. If you have a young person that that you want them to better understand their art form and what they was created for, here are some wise sayings for young people to help them find their art and be encouraged in it and to win it and fulfill it. Thank you all so much for trusting me you your question. I love y'all. Gotta go. Peace.